This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, I'm going to explain why any kind of exercise program or any kind of diet program that involves the word tomorrow probably isn't going to work. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I want smaller size. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to Hey, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a trainer, I'm just a person like you trying to lose some weight. Got to do the weigh in. And since the last time we talked on December 23rd, I'm up 1.6 pounds. And it's kind of weird because it really boils down to just not, it's weird. I know what to do, but it's still not my actual nature, I guess, is a way of doing that. And so we talked about piggybacking on good habits, like, you know, we brush our teeth every day. Maybe we should do 10 push-ups before we brush our teeth and things like that. And so I'm just, it sounds stupid and also makes me feel very old when I go, oh, I forgot to take my vitamins you know, and I forgot to do this and I forgot to, and it's like, ugh. and so, and it's also funny how when we eat things, we know we're not supposed to like, maybe this time it won't make the scale move. And you're like, yeah, it, it always does. So on uh, Christmas, as I record this, it's the 30th tomorrow is uh, new year's Eve. So happy new year early. And, uh, I decided to get, and I thought I was doing okay. I did a steak and baked potato, kind of treated myself to a decent meal. But really, what's what I figured out is some of it is because uh, it really is the diet. If you think about it, it's always the the fastest way to lose weight is not exercise; it's your diet. Because the less calories going in, the less you have to burn. And so I just kind of got a little lazy, and I also noticed. And again, this is just where it comes to discipline. I'm going to talk about discipline here in a minute. But uh, putting in what I ate into, in this case, my fitness pal, after I ate it is kind of defeats the, the purpose. So, but I do want to talk about how tomorrow doesn't work. And so I've been using uh, iFit. It's part of my Nordic track bike. And I have gone in and I've set out a schedule of on, I think it's Sunday, uh, Tuesday, 
and then Friday or something like that. Like there's a couple spaces in there. I, and, and when I get on that thing, it's a, it's an exercise bike. I get off and I'm like crawling to the, the shower. I mean, I really push myself. And so I skipped a day, one of those days, hence why I'm probably up a little bit. And what it does is instead of just deleting that workout, it just keeps it on the calendar. So I looked at that and I'm like, wow, I've got a couple days backed up where it looks like I'm supposed to work out three times in one day. And I said, you know what I'll do? I'll do the exercise that's scheduled for today. Tomorrow's supposed to be a day off. I'll do one of those. And then I'll do. And so I have found because I am doing a good job of taking advantage when I exercise, I exercise and I really try to push myself. As always, consult your doctor uh, if you're going to be doing any kind of exercise program. And so I did. I said, okay, uh, normally I would have a day off. I'm going to go ahead and push myself again. And I did that this morning at, uh, I believe it was about 630. And as I record this, it's 10 till 10. And my legs are going, please don't do that again. Because I didn't give myself a day off to kind of recoup to where I'm actually walking around Walmart looking for draperies. And I'm like, wow, didn't realize I did that much damage. And so what I need to remember then, and and I will say this, I am not a, I, I'm not great at all at getting up early to exercise, but I, I am trying to remember this and I try to tell myself this and I know it's true. It just doesn't make it any easier. I always feel better getting off the bike than I do getting on. I don't want to get on. I also, there are times when I, I swear you you would think I'm getting on the bike for five hours. I'm getting on for somewhere between 20 and 30 minutes. And it usually goes kind of quick. Now, granted, there are times when I'm on the bike going, how can I have only been on for four minutes? It feels like four hours. But I do know when I get off in the morning, if I can get up and do this in the morning, and I've I've done it out of the last two weeks, probably four or five times. So I'm getting there is I always feel proud of myself. I've always started the day in a really good direction, which kind of gives me momentum to keep going. And uh, I just realized now that doing two days back to back where I really push myself I, that is going, because I'm pretty sure I'm going to wake up tomorrow, which again, would have been one of my days on because today was a day off, but I was on and I thought, well, you know, it's not going to hurt. It can't, you know, yeah, it does. My, my legs are going to wake up tomorrow and go, mm. so maybe tomorrow I'll, I'll walk on a treadmill instead of ride my bike and maybe do something that's still exercise, but not quite so hard because that's usually what I do. And and I think we all do this because, like, right now I need to lose 40 pounds. And we want it off, I don't know, we don't want it off too quick, but, like, you know, a week and a half would be great if we could just drop 40 pounds. I was watching, um, it's funny because it's, it's now diet season in Nutrisystems, lose 18 pounds in two weeks or something like that. And I was like, that is not healthy. Maybe it was 18 pounds in two months. Yeah, that would make, even that is still not, I mean, that's like two pounds a week. It's ridiculous. So uh, my my point is that, and so I'm actually recording this episode right now for me to remind me 
on those days when I really don't want to get on the bike, I'm tired and I just want to go back to bed because that's the other thing I've noticed when I go, Oh, you know what? I'll do it later when I'm watching TV. No, you don't. If you get it out of the way first, you, nobody can take that away from you. And so I'm just telling future me, shut up and get on the bike because in about a 25 to 30 minutes, you're going to be really glad you did. When it comes to food tracking, there's a new name in town, and that is Chronometer. It's a great app that gives you tons of stats, and their database is a whole lot more accurate than things like MyFitnessPal. Oh, and it's cheaper. One of my favorite things is if I have a food that's not in the database, I simply scan the label, and the software inputs the information for you. You can check out Chronometer by going to LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. That's LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. Have you checked out the Logical Weight Loss Resources section? We have things like calorie trackers, breath analyzers, water reminders, weight loss challenges, scales, fitness trackers, habit reinforcement, mental health, weight training. If you have sore muscles, we've got resources for that. Some of my favorite books, our favorite supplements, it's all there. Go over to LogicalLoss.com slash resources. What if you took the accountability of Weight Watchers and combined it with the support of a like-minded community and the spark of a weight loss challenge? Well, you can find out at monthlychallenge.fit. The next challenge starts on the 1st. Use the coupon code NOW100 to get your first month free. Go to monthlychallenge.fit. So there was a part of me that was kind of like, all right, Dave, because there were times when I'm like, well, I'm not really hungry, but I will eat another banana because, you know, you can eat too many calories of good calories as well. And I just kept eating and eating and eating. By the end of the day, I was like, well, that was kind of dumb. And so I, I went out to my good friend, Uncle Google, and I said, you know, how do you master self-discipline? And... An article, an article from Entrepreneur came up, and it said, number one, know your weaknesses, which is true, because I thought about that, and I had, what did I buy that was just, oh, I bought uh, uh, tortilla chips. Really stupid, uh, but they were like flavored. I forget what you call them, but they were not, not for like salsa and stuff, but I was like, so basically a slightly healthier version of Fritos, and I was like, that's not really on the list of... Uh, things to, you know, get you going in the right direction. So anything that you know is a weakness, well, then don't do that. I still at times, depending on how I'm feeling, will reroute my, you know, wherever I'm driving to avoid things like Dairy Queen and and Wendy's because those have ice cream and that is at times my Achilles heel. And again, when you find yourself in those situations, we talked about this last week, just say to yourself, I do hard things. Because you have in the past, you can do them again. So number one was know, know your weaknesses. Number two, remove temptations. That's kind of what I was just talking about. So if you have bad food, for lack of a better phrase, on your counters, well, get them off. And uh, buy healthier things and put those out in front. So the old out of sight, out of mind is kind of got some truth to it. Number three, set clear goals and have an execution plan. 
So it's not enough to say, I want to lose weight. How much weight do you want to lose? And then how are you going to do that? And again, this is one of those things that I, I, when I do this, it works. And there's, there's a part of my brain that goes, then why don't you do it every day? And that is map out what I'm going to eat tomorrow. Like, let's say I want to have, I, I know if I really get behind and I can do this, uh, it's not easy because I do go a little hungry and starvation is not really a great long-term plan. But if I eat like 15, 1600 calories for a guy, uh, I will definitely, the scale will go down the next day and I exercise. That's almost a given. And what I will do is I will map out in my fitness pal and I'm like, okay, cool. That's it. 1580. Well, that's tomorrow's, you know, menu. And I don't do that every day. I don't know why, but, uh, so, but I, I, that's my execution plan. This is what I'm going to eat. I have been doing this. So I used to do breakfast was like a protein drink and a banana. I will now do the protein drink at say 1030. And then if I need a snack at 1130, I will eat the banana instead of eating the banana as the breakfast. And then later doing something for a snack. And I'm also finding that many times uh, I don't need the snack, especially if I'm going to eat it like 1230 or something like that. It's not that hard. Number four, build your self-esteem. I know that one's easier said than done. They say it's uh, that we're not born with self-esteem. It's a learned behavior. And just like any other skill you want to master, it requires a daily practice and repetition, just like going to the gym, willpower and self-discipline take a lot of work. And the effort and focus that self-discipline requires can be draining. So as time passes, it can become more and more difficult to keep your willpower in check. The bigger the temptation or decision, the more challenging it can feel to tackle or other tasks uh, that also require self-control. So work on building your self-esteem through daily diligence. And that's where, again, something I, if I just need to make a list of everything I need to do every day, it would be kind of, and I think that's the problem. If I do, it gets a little overwhelming. But if I listen to daily affirmations, uh, that seems to help. Even though I kind of still don't kind of buy into that, I get it. But it's like, really? It just, I think I will always think that's just a little woo-woo. But that's fine. If woo-woo works, who cares? Number five, create new habits and keep it simple. You know, acquiring self-discipline and working to instill a new habit can feel daunting, especially if you focus on the entire task at hand. So what you can do is, you know, try to find a little baby step that you can do. We've talked about this in the past. You know, if you're trying to get in shape, start by working out 10 or 15 minutes a day. If you're like, Dave, I can't even get out of bed. Okay, well, maybe that's where you start. Get out of bed. You know, if you want to eat healthier, start by prepping lunch the night before or take it with you in the morning. Find these baby steps but keep it simple. Number six, eat often and healthy. This one I have not quite, uh, it's funny. One, one study will say you should eat three times a day. Then the other one's like eat six times a day. I, but the bottom line is eat healthy. You know, research they say have proven that low blood sugar often weakens a person's resolve, making you grumpy and pessimistic, but also low blood sugar, I believe helps keep your insulin down which then helps burn fat. That's where I'm always like, wait, what? So they just say fuel up with healthy snacks and regular meals to keep yourself in, in check. I'm not sure that's entirely accurate anymore. I know that's half the thing of the whole um, intermittent fasting is by not eating 
every three hours, your uh, your insulin comes down, which is part of your your blood sugar, or they're related at least, I should say. Again, did I mention I'm not a doctor? Number seven, change your perception about willpower. A study at Stanford said the amount of willpower a person has is determined by their beliefs. If you believe you have a limited amount of willpower, you probably won't surpass those limits. If you don't pace a limit on your self-control, you are less likely to exhaust yourself. So it's kind of like if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. It says it may be that our internal conceptions about willpower and self-control determine how much of them we have. If you can remove these subconscious obstacles and truly believe you can do it, then you'll give yourself an extra boost. I totally understand that. I totally agree with that. I also know it's easier said than done because sometimes we have a lot of head trash. Number eight, give yourself a backup plan. Psychologists use a technique to boost willpower called implementation intention. That's when you give yourself a plan to deal with a potentially difficult situation you know that you're going to face. For instance, imagine you're working on eating healthier, but on your way to a party, uh, you know, you know there's going to be food that's not great. So they say, before you go, tell yourself that instead of diving into a plate of cheese and crackers, you will sip a glass of water and focus on mingling. Going in with a plan will help you give you yourself a mindset and the self-control necessary for the situation. I get that. You know, come up with, okay, I'm everybody else is going to be eating pie and popcorn. I will bring some celery with me or something. I don't know. Then number nine, reward yourself. Give yourself something to be excited about by planning a reward when you accomplish your goals. Just like when you're a little kid and you got a treat for good behavior, having something to look forward to gives you the motivation to succeed. And I just read this where you can pair your pair something that you should be doing with something that you want to do. We've talked about this in the past, but they gave an example. This was in uh, the Noom app, and they said people that like to listen to audiobooks who said I can only listen to audiobooks on a treadmill, and it was something ridiculous like forty eight percent listen like they did more exercise because they paired something they wanted to do, listen to audio stuff with something that they should be doing. So I know I do that. Uh, Again, when I was losing weight, I was saying, look, no podcasting stuff until I've hit all my exercise goals. Or uh, I know this past weekend, they had a lot of football. I said, I can only watch football if I'm walking on a treadmill, at least doing three miles an hour. So I'm pairing things with what I should be doing with what I want to do. So in that way, it's kind of a reward. And they, again, they say that if it's something you really want to do, and again, this comes with that discipline, then you'll actually do it. The other thing is forgive yourself and move forward. Uh, Even with all the best intentions, you know, we're just going to fall short. And that's part of the thing that kind of made me mad when I went up this week. I was like, yeah, you know, you you can't be perfect because I've been losing 0.3, 0.6, 0.4. You know, now I'm back up 1.6, kind of where I started. I was like, eh, but all right, that happened. Going to move forward. I just mentioned all the things I used to do that I kind of just got out of the habit. It's time to do them again. You know, if you stumble, just it happens. Move on. Don't let yourself to get too wrapped up in guilt. 
because I've mentioned this in the past, we get overwhelmed with guilt, we get uh, amped up with frustration, and those emotions kind of only drag us down and we find ourselves fixing it with some leftover pasta and ice cream. That's not good. So those are some things that you can do to boost your self-esteem. I was kind of glad to see the most of those I do. And like I say, for me, it was just something that I was kind of like, oh, you know what? That was, uh, it was dumb. And I kind of knew better. I'm not a dumb person. I just did a dumb thing. So I hope you're ready for 2020. Be safe out there. Uh, I'm not a big uh, New Year's Eve guy. When I was growing up, I was forced. My uh, my parents had friends that, to the best of my knowledge, they only saw each other on New Year's Eve. Like, I didn't really do much with them. It was just a New Year's Eve tradition that my dad always hung out with Mel and Joanne. And I would then get forced. My uh I have a brother and a sister, and they had a, they had two boys. And the one boy was kind of my age, and the older one was kind of my brother's age. And it was kind of like, okay, you guys go play, except we had nothing in common. So it was kind of like, hey, for New Year's Eve, we're going to go to Mel and Joanne's. I was like, oh, good God, please, no, no. I mean, it wasn't horrible. There were times when it was okay, but it was always that the initial thought was, eh. And let's pull that back into exercise. Again, a lot of times the exercise we're dreading, the hardest part is taking that first step. It's getting on the bike. It's getting on the rowing machine. It's getting on the treadmill or picking up a weight or whatever it is. Once you get there, it's not, you know, and and the thing I will say I did today that I was happy is my body halfway through riding this bike was like, um, dude, I don't, I don't know what you're doing, but, uh, you did this yesterday and I kind of need a little more time to recoup from yesterday. And my back started kind of like going, "Mm, if I was you, I'd get off this bike. And, uh, my legs were like, "Ah, what? And so I actually stopped. I, and I think, and again, if you, if you think about it sometimes, you, you do learn some things as much as I ate things that I shouldn't have. And that was dumb. I am proud of myself that my body today was like, dude, what's this whole two in, in, you know, back to back, push yourself super hard exercises. Uh, I'm going to send you a couple of twinges in your back. I'm going to send you some, some, um, muscles in your stomach that are just going, uh, we need to break and actually listen to my body. So that is, uh, there's always good things. Probably in many cases, you've done something right. So, Try to do more right things and wrong things, and uh, things will go your way. So, Happy New Year to everyone. 2020, I, I've said, is going to be the year that I get this weight off. It's dead weight. It is dead weight. And if I want people to lean on me, I got to get lean. So, I've got the energy to help those that need help. And that's really my DNA. I love to help people. So, I found a picture of me when I weighed 40 pounds less and I was amazed at how much weight I'm now carrying in my face. And I put those pictures side by side and every now and then I'm going to pull those out and go, yep, that's where I'm headed for the guy on the left, not the guy on the right. The guy on the left is where I'm heading. So ask yourself, where do you want to go? How are you going to get there? And then put that down on your calendar and start making it part of your routine. 
Happy New Year, everyone. I will see you in 2020 with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Not till you lie.